0: Snap. Hey, welcome back to another episode of the Youth Ministry Booster Podcast, hanging out with Chad Higgins at your place this time. It's so nice to be in the air conditioning. I, I oh, do, my gosh. By request
1: of my wife, oh. I do you need to make a stand?
0: <laughs> Dude, she's in the other room. She can hear.
1: Well, was it, two, three episodes ago? It was
0: a few weeks ago.
1: I made a comment.
0: People liked the episode, but apparently she did not like this part of it. First of all, <laughs> she never listens to the podcast. I was like, I didn't know she was a listener. I had a long-time caller, first-time listener, I was, Martha Higgins. I was
1: listening to one of our episodes to make sure that you did a good job Thank of you. sound mixing. Thank you. Um, I like to check your work. Thank you.
0: <laughs> Thanks, Dad. <laughs> appreciate it. Um... So I was listening to the episode. She overhears It's like me. my dad coming behind me to mow the yard again on top of me when I was 12 years old. Well, just, let's be honest. You, it wasn't good. You already paid me $5. I think the job is done. <laughs> so she's listening to you listen to our episode. Little
1: did you know there wasn't even a blade underneath.
0: the <laughs> <laughs> Just walking. Just, just, just dad po- just polluting. like, we got to get him away from
1: that Xbox.
0: Just polluting.
1: Um. I had made a statement a couple weeks ago yep. about how my wife's now working from the house. Yeah, a little life change in the Higgins household. She has banished me, I think was the word that I used.
0: Maybe <laughs> you, did, you did some strong language. I was trying to be funny. Yeah, yeah. Um, she, Hyperbole is humor, yeah.
1: She wanted me to inform everyone that I am not being mistreated. <laughs> And that there is more than enough space in our house for me to find adequate places to, to sit. Her her thing, too. I was, really,
0: I need this as a notes app apology. After we're done, I'll have you type this out and post it on our Instagram so everybody can see that you made the apology. She was
1: like, she was like, if you made it sound like I have you in like a shed without any AC in the back. That's me. <laughs> Meanwhile, I have like a computer on the kitchen table, something on the like. Yeah, you've got got your
0: personal laptop, your work laptop. Oh, it's strung out all the a Sandwich building station. Yeah, like a. (laughs) Typically, I take my morning coffee on the veranda and then I have my light summer lunch salad, salad lunch here in the the kitchen area. I like to do yoga in the hall. (laughs) I do like that you have, like, a formal dining and a nice little breakfast alcove. I'm assuming y'all have different meals at different tables in your house. We
1: actually just all spread out. Okay. Everybody eats at a eats different Eats alone.
0: <laughs> <laughs> just facing different walls. Like, we don't like to look at each other when we eat. Um, so, anyways. Not we, to mention you have, like, a fantastic, like, rumpus room, game room upstairs that could easily become your office. But I understand you don't want to taint business and...
1: You know, like that's where a game. That's I'll where be. I I'll be honest. If I moved my workspace,
0: <laughs> you would never come down.
1: I, up to the game room.
0: <laughs> one,
1: I'm a hundred percent getting fired within four months
0: because nothing. <laughs> no gonna, emails are ever getting responded to.
1: <laughs> it's like if you need to get if you need to get all the Chad, you're going to need to. You know, log on to Fortnite. And yeah, let's, let's see what
0: his Twitch habits are. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Gamer tab active. That's interesting. It's uh, one p.m. on a Tuesday, Chad. We had a meeting. Yeah, it's okay. It's okay. That's uh, okay. So Chad's doing well. Uh, he's not banished Shed, but the office is now Martha's office. That's that's where she works. You you don't work there anymore. So take your books and go. <laughs> <sighs> it's fine. i okay. live. But space matters. Uh, so this episode of the podcast, we did want to talk about space. Uh, I think for a lot of folks, falls the chance to look around your youth room and think, hmm, what could we do with this? I know that we've, uh, we're actually going on an essential trip uh, next spring to one of our locations. Our host was calling to tell me that he was excited his youth room renovations might be done before we get there. He was excited to show off the... What state is this in? I, I don't, don't want to say until we get there because I want to like put him out there like he didn't get it well, done. Well, I don't want to put him on blast, but what? like, <laughs> which which <laughs> which what are we talking about? We, we, we got about?
1: multiple essential trees. We, we got two.
0: North Carolina, South we're Carolina. We're going Carolina in September, um, and then we got Etch in October, um, and then in the spring, Bubba, we got them lined up. We're doing uh middle to East Tennessee. Uh, we're doing Mississippi and Louisiana, and we're doing all of Bama. So that's Alabama. all within five weeks. We're doing all of those. And then right around the corner after that is Youth Pasture Summit season. So um, buckle up, Buttercup. We're about to travel some. So. Which,
1: Youth Pasture Summit, California, uh, Dallas.
0: Ca- California, Dallas, Florida, Nashville. So if we don't see you in person in the next calendar year, we are upset. So make your plans now. We are coming to you. Chad is looking to buy... Uh, a Higgins and i've got a work and breakfast burrito ready for you to go. Like we are ready
1: if you're a youth pastor in the Hawaii or Alaska area,
0: reach out re- reach <laughs> out there. let us know yeah no we've we've got some fun things uh and again, all these events for the most part are free or cheap uh it's just a matter of coordinating your schedule friend. We want to be there want to hang out with you we've got stuff to give you conversations to have and connections to make so Big things happening. Uh, Our booster registration to be a part of the online community is ending September 1st. So if you're catching this before the 1st of September in 2022, this is your chance. If you're not already, if you just joined, thank you. Excited to have you. This is going to be a really fun season four with our 90s Rewind. Uh, I'm excited for the swag they get. We're about to lock the door. About to lock the door, and only those that are inside the party get the swag and the access and the things. It's okay. Ooh, they're swag? They're swag. There's swag. We worked it out. There's swag. Wow. That's not why we want you to sign up. We want you Are to you able good. to tell with the
1: swag? I didn't, uh, I didn't know. A little it.
0: shirt and sticker pack, a little welcome kit, a little welcome oh, wow, kit for wow. stuff. It's good. Something you might wear You again. like
1: a good sticker, don't you?
0: I like a good sticker because I feel like uh, where you put your stickers is a way to express yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Are you? Are you? I, I personally am water bottle sticker guy, but some folks are like phone case sticker guy. Uh, a lot of mine go back to road case. <laughs> what stuff,
1: is though. it? What, hold on. I wanted to, <laughs> you to watch this. This is an area that we weren't planning on going into. Tell me some of the like breakdown. Okay. What's the difference between a water bottle sticker guy oh. and a phone sticker
0: guy? Uh, so a phone, uh, so a water bottle sticker person, a water bottle sticker person first of all you drink water you drink i mean you're already like better than other people because you're (laughs) care you're you're carrying your own hydration i mean that's i mean can you imagine Mm -hmm. 30 years ago being like hey guys I don't need your water, I got my own. Yeah, no, I made
1: fun of that kid. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: like, like that. the kid that carried his own water bottle in the 90s was for medical reasons. Like, now it's like a sign of status of like, yeah, I've got clean water. Um, phone sticker person, they probably have a lot of phone cases they're rolling through. Like, that's just like a thing they like to change out on a lot. I, I like finding a really good phone case and like riding it. Like, I typically change phones faster than phone cases because uh, I just, I want to pay the extra for the good phone phone. phone case. I feel like some folks are like wrapping stickers around their phone case as a way to like have it one more layer of protection. So you know, um, some folks it's guitar case or like road case oh, stuff. That's
1: a different person. I
0: do I do feel like if you've got stickers on the guitar case, like those are conversation starters, right? Like you're wanting to like as you're like packing or unpacking because that's like musician to musician, right? Oh, they like, want
1: you to ask. about They the want you to
0: ask about it if it's like a, you know a statement sticker. I mean, I feel like water bottle stickers are like funny memes, whereas like guitar stickers are like places that I've been, people that I've played with, like gear that I've acquired, kind of thing. It's like almost like uh, so the water bottle itself is the status piece, and the stickers are funny. I feel like the, uh, the road case, gear case stuff is the, like, look what I own, have done, or been. How do you feel about the guy to, with too many stickers on the car? I see. That's the stickers on a car. Different kind of person, right. right? Like, and then also stickers on glass versus stickers on the paint. Oh, <laughs> like, right? what a monster! <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, I mean, you talk about the car game that we play sometimes. If you're putting stickers on the paint, like I. Already know things about you, right? Like I already know, like like where you live and the condition of the place that you're living. Also, I know what combo <laughs> a, you. Are, I know what judgment. I know what combo you're ordering from Taco Bell. But stickers on the glass, I mean, like you know, one or two that's tasteful. You start getting six, seven, eight, and it's like that's just a concern for safety. You know, like they're just they're like literally. I live my life and forward because I got no reverse. You ever see like a big van that's just got all
1: those children's stickers on it?
0: I, um, those people bother me if I I can be honest. I just feel bad, just sorry. (laughs) Like, oh, that's a lot of kids. Those people, they haven't had a date night in who knows how long. (laughs) Like, like this is, we actually both own vans because we need them everywhere we go. Yeah. It'd be interesting if you handled the church, the church van that way and you just put like, 15 kids. They're just like, at any time, there could be 15 kids. Yeah, I don't know. I'm supposed uh, to take
1: the back seat out.
0: <laughs> it's, it's not safe for 15. It's only safe for 12. But space matters, Chad. We're gonna making space today. So in youth ministry, um, whether you've got a room, we joked on our MASH thing this summer, whether you get the room or the hallway or the building, you're probably thinking about best ways to use it. Uh, but more than just the stylistic things, I think there's you know a lot you can do with some lamps and some... Decluttering—that's I know a point for you. There's mm-hmm. a lot of rooms that are uh, not been well served by the amount of clutter that they've entertained. Um, there's some thoughtfulness into like what space can create and how it opens up opportunities for ministry and relationship. I know that for somebody that listened, they were like, "Done. These guys are, are jokes. That's silly." But I do think physical space matters as it relates to relational and spiritual space. But do you want? Do you want to give? give your wisdom before we move on about maybe, maybe a decluttered room is the first step before the next step. Like maybe, maybe, maybe we pull back before we add to, I think a lot of folks, I think a lot of folks are like, man, I'm going to add this and that because of what they said. And you're like, hold on. Do you want to Marie Kondo this?
1: So I will say that I, I think that there's a difference between a lot of stuff and really thought-out, like, design. Okay. Um, Because I think think you can have a lot of cool elements, and there be a bunch of stuff in a room that looks really good. But most of the time what I see in student ministry rooms, or just church in general, is you'll have, like— and it'll even sometimes be the same room. You'll have, like, one side of the room that's, like, the stage that's, like— immaculately put together really cool like elements to it yeah maybe even really thoughtful and then on the back of the room is just like old t-shirt boxes
0: (laughs) not even like in a cool like setup way just like the old t-shirts like the remnant right (laughs) Right. it it wasn't even like a like a like a style choice of like that's not how i would have hung them up it's like a these are shirts from three years ago that like we used to like sop up spilled drinks yeah you got
1: cardboard boxes with just (laughs) <laughs> Spiders
0: living. Just D-Now 08. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> right. Um, and so, one, I think s- space is really important because space is one of the first ways that you begin to communicate. Yeah. And, and so being— the watch of your ministry. <laughs> well, yeah. Walking into a room and seeing just, like, stuff laying around or not organiz- organized or all those kind of things, they begin to, you know— give a message yeah um in the same way like i i think even the way that we design and begin to put things in a room you're communicating something right like i've heard over the years different debates on like pictures right Mm. like if you put pictures in your space you know of students then they need to always be really current. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, specifically, as much as students change, like, the difference between, like, the beginning of the year seventh grade and end of the year eighth grade, those kids look
0: drastically different. Magnify that by four years, and we're like, who are these kids? Right. Right, right, right. And
1: so, if your pictures aren't changing pretty quickly, um, those are going to get dated really yeah. fast, and it's going to feel kind of even weird for that kid or their friends, um, because they They'll, it'll feel the, the frame will still be cool and trendy, but the picture is not
0: anymore. That's right. That's right.
1: And so we've always got to be up to date on stuff like that. And so there's a big school of thought of like, okay, well, we don't put, you know, our students' photos on the walls and things like that because of that reason, because we're not wanting to change and all those kind of things. Um, but I, you know, there's also an element to And I don't know where I stand on this side of the fence. I think a lot of it has to do with the size of your group uh, and even, like, maybe values or what that you're trying to create. But, like, you know, I see a lot of people that are kind of building that, like, home environment for their student ministry that's like, okay, we're going to put, like— the memories of, like, camp from last year on the wall. Yeah. That kind of stuff to create that. But I think you then have to start thinking through, like... Is it possible to go overboard on creating that to where any new student that walks into the room right. that wasn't at any of these things they can't
0: um, see themselves in this room because they don't see themselves on in the any walls of the stuff? That's right. yeah, and yeah, yeah. I
1: I'm, I'll be honest, like I don't know. Torn. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I can see an argument made for
0: both because the other side of that is the overly branded youth room where it just whatever the name of the youth group is is everywhere in a way that feels like this doesn't involve people it's like some kind of like like smoothie shack or something. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you do want humans, right? You want to feature the community of the people. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: So I think there is that line. I, I think more than the line, I think it is an understanding even spoken in your student ministry and with your leadership of like these are the things that we value yeah. and so we're going to communicate them in that way. Yeah. And one of the things you may value is like the experiences that you've had. Maybe you want to you know decorate with like mission trips you you know over the years your students yeah. have gone on. I don't think that there's a wrong way. I think that there's just often ways that aren't thought out. Yeah. Right? It's just like you know, you got the church credit card, so you head to Walmart just and you loaded up. You just loaded up with the same color, and I think that there's. I don't think you have to have a good budget to have a really well thought out youth room. Okay, um, and yeah, so I want to hear your thoughts, and then I would. I want to give us a few things to think through, as far as like questions to ask when beginning to design a room. Yeah,
0: so I would say. Um, Simplify first, okay. right? Because you want to fill the room with people, not things. Uh, if the room is full with a lot of like too much furniture, um, then there's not space. So let me ask
1: you this question: Yeah, when you say too much furniture,
0: okay? Because
1: uh, I know I I know people get in this situation. Aunt Joanne, oh, donated. Four old couches.
0: Her mom passed. They're cleaning the house out. Right? Would you like the couches? Would you
1: like to get? No. Let's say you already
0: have the couches. The one with the wagon wheel on it. Yeah. yeah.
1: You've you've inherited a student ministry that yeah. have
0: all the couches.
1: Yeah. I mean, now I'm not saying you got to get rid of them, but let's let's say that you did want to get rid of them. Yeah.
0: How do you do that? Um By night, (laughs) a cover of darkness. (laughs) Um, I I think this, and again, this is, I think, why it's a seasonal thing, um, is you make that commitment, hey, we're going to do some refresh, right? So you're not just like willy-nilly chucking things, but you're like, hey, you know, it's... So the first thing that if we're going to share pointers is, I I think, simplify, and then the second thing that I would share is always be changing a little bit. So that way when things do change, people aren't too attached. I think um, whether it's once a year, every few months, the the old joke is if you want to draw interest, paint a wall. Um, I think if you haven't done any rethinking or revisioning for the space in which your youth gather on a Sunday or Wednesday in more than two years, take this episode as the invitation to just think about it like uh you don't have to tinker I tinker too much right like every two months or something a little bit different um, but I think when things are have always been that way for so long it's hard to get rid of the couch but if you are you know, every six months or a year, updating some things, trying some different things, moving some things around. Uh, it's less painful because that couch isn't a fixture, mm. right? In the same way that, like that pure that, that that picture of Anthony on the mission trip's been up there for seven years. We can't take it down. It's always been up there. Right. Uh, if we if we get too fixed to something, it's hard to make change. And I think. Uh, There needs to be a comfort of we meet here, but the room's a little different. Maybe the the TVs, you know, for maybe for that summer series, we had the TVs pulled around because we were playing a lot of Mario Kart before we started. Uh, But now it's fall and we're having like coffee drinks and we want, you know, the TVs are back over here because we're going to sit and we're going to gather more. Uh, And some of those just little movement things of like, you know, having the tables in this part of the room or having these tables set up in the front of the room because they're going to walk into snacks every week for that week. Or every week for that season, that month, that whatever. Uh, I think inviting a, a, a current of change is a really helpful way to push back on folks that might be upset too much about a certain, like, thing, piece, or design, mm. even yourself. So, uh, the third thing that I would share uh, is, is you think about the ways in which um, people will fill into the space. Mm. Uh, I think a lot of times we don't think about how to move people all the way through the room, and so we get that really great bottleneck of like people come in, they check in, and then they like clog, clog. that first doorway. I think that's, that's always the—there is a series of— entrances doorways to get from wherever they were coming from parking lot walking up biking up um, to get in and I think more than just the space think through all of the entry points because one every time they're walking through a new door frame or entry point you're asking them to trust you a little more I know that's like really like subtle psychology or whatever but if I have to walk through three doors or seven doors to get from the main entrance to the youth room. I'm like, where are you taking me? Yeah. Like that's, that's it's subtle, but it's real. Um, but then also into the, like if the room opens up into a larger space, man, I would have a cool thing, whether it's the coffee bar or the video game lounge or the cool, like the coolest places to sit should be a little bit further in the back of the room because you want to draw people all the way through and not have them just walk in the door and plop down and they're just looking into empty space. Yeah. So whether you've got certain people set up or certain things set up you want to pull through the whole space so simplify change currency and then pull through all the doorways into the space so
1: so the, the first uh thing that i would encourage is this um think through your space from different perspectives okay so uh the parent okay if a parent walks into your space
0: what do they notice
1: what do they notice what do they see okay that's why i think a lot of the clutter makes uh, yeah. it is a big deal if the just, room is gross. Is the youth
0: pastor gross, right? They didn't say it, but again, it's the linkage. Well, yeah, it, yeah. it's
1: like how thought out is this, yeah. right? Like, because one of the questions, specifically with younger students, that parents are asking, is my kid safe? Yeah, um, and so a cluttered room doesn't necessarily scream that, yeah, um, the. And so think through it from a parent's perspective as they, uh, begin to, to see that element and even think through, like you talked about the entrance piece, but the drop off piece, right? Yeah. Like what is, uh, how are you navigating that? Um, is there adequate, if you have a bigger space, is there adequate signage? Yeah. Around your space, do they know very easily like where the restrooms are? Yeah. those kind of things that we think through.
0: Where can I eat and not eat? I think for that sounds again, it's sure. small, but like if you like don't want kids carrying food out of the food area, you should probably have a sign that designates what the food area is. <laughs> um,
1: I think that your I think that your space needs to help you communicate. Okay, um, I think you need to have a dedicated space to any sort of ongoing information that you're trying to get out,
0: Okay.
1: right? So if you've got camp coming, those kind of things...
0: Those shouldn't be loose in the room. They should be in one You should one have a dedicated space yeah, for that.
1: Yeah, um, You should have a space for that, that you're being able to go, okay, hey, you go to this wall. Yeah. That's and where that
0: space we, should have signage above what that space is, not just sure. pamphlets on the wall, but like... This is the pamphlet corner, <laughs> right? Um, and, the info zone, and yeah. even
1: if you don't have a lot of money, right? Like that, you know, hey, when we put out stuff like that, yeah, here's the table yeah. with the tablecloth. By the way, if you, this is just a pet peeve of mine.
0: Oh, I love a good pet peeve. If
1: you put out a table, yeah, it needs a tablecloth. Yeah, okay. It doesn't have to be a nice tablecloth. Yeah. It can be the ninety-nine cent Walmart plastic one. No naked tables.
0: No naked tables. <laughs> ever.
1: No naked table no naked tables and no written notes. Oh. Like oh, that's, ooh, if ooh. if if like youth is canceled that night.
0: That's worth it, or least, sign up. That's a word perfect fix, for sure.
1: Even if it's times new Roman, like Just put it on a paper, print it off. Do not write a note. Yeah. Um, Unless
0: the series you're on is about... Nope, (laughs) just no. No Naked Tables is a t-shirt that will be available in uh, the booster shop. Yeah. So...
1: A clear communication. I would say, too, one of the the big things that I always recommend student ministers do is have a place for not only gathering of information, but dropping off information.
0: Okay, okay.
1: Whether that's the locked mailbox. Not the pickup, but the
0: drop off. The mailbox is good. Any of those
1: kind of things to where it's like people know where to turn things in. Yeah. Like that should go into your design stuff. A lot of times when we think of design, we're just thinking stage. Yeah. Right? Like stage in chairs and lights. What's the cool stage thing? Yeah. The I think I think spending your finances on to the communication element, uh decoration of group space, those kind of things, uh is money better spent yeah, sometimes. Good. Um and so utilizing space in that way uh, another eyes that's going to see your space is your volunteer leaders. Yes. Now, your volunteer leaders are often looking after, like, you know, just care of the students the night. So do you have space in your building or youth room that's dangerous? Yeah. Not necessarily meaning, like, um, I've got broken glass here, but, like, Okay, we need to make sure that these doors are locked so kids aren't going and hanging about back there during Wednesday night, those kind of
0: places. First aid kits are clearly marked when accidents do happen. Entering,
1: exiting, all that kind of stuff, like where, where do we want kids to come in, where do they want to come out? Where do we not want kids to come in in the check-in process? And so having a thought through, like, check-in process for students, check-out, and that can be as easy as just a sign-in sheet or whatever. Yeah. But you need to be able to know, like, okay, is everyone accounted for? Because that night that you don't do something like that. That's right. And then you have that parent that comes in and goes, was Jesse here all night? Yeah. Yeah. And you're like, oh, I, don't, I, I don't know. Right. Yeah. You need to be able to
0: have record Yeah, of but them. But his small group leader would know. And there right. has to be that. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, it, it's, it's probably worth doing. This sounds really silly. I, I had an admin pastor for a while that he would have us twice a year, I think. Uh, or maybe once of each, uh, we would do a fire drill, and a tornado drill on a midweek, uh, just to practice some of those things, much like you would for a school because it's a large gathering of people. Uh, one more layer I would add for your leaders is they need to have some kind of space that's their own space, mm-hmm. either as a lounge or a locker or whatever, where they know that they can either put their stuff, get their stuff, or find more additional resources. If you want small group leaders to be engaging with materials or art supplies or whatever, um, to pick up you know, a hard copy of their lesson that you printed off for them to leave a note or whatever. Like if you want to invest in your leader's, both relationally and then also into the life of your programming and community, I think developing a little bit of a leader space is, is pretty yep. important. That's a great way to transform a closet into something really helpful. Yeah, yep.
1: And if you're like many student ministries that are using shared space, one of the encouragements that I would give you in shared space, while you may not be able to decorate and all that kind of stuff, is do some of the administrative work that you know exactly the setup and tear down of that room. Yeah, That way, if somebody else is utilizing your room
0: they can help you then they you can, can help them.
1: you and you're not trying to like describe to them how to set it up you already have like picture diagram picture diagram all that kind of stuff of going hey when you guys 10 put- rows
0: seven chairs yeah. aisle in the middle
1: after your wedding please make sure that it's set up like that's this. Right.
0: that's good all right that, that's quick hits man But that's good stuff uh we'll catch you guys next week on a fresh episode of you booster in the new season uh love to get you signed up and see you there
1: a snack.